All right. Let me. Oh, this week, uh, we we do the the Patreon pick. I you you can tell me on the air, but do you have one picked? Uh, yeah, I think I got one picked. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got one uh, queued up. Uh. All right, I'm so excited to find out in 45 minutes what the fuck that was about. Podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I am Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Ooh, the the, the distant future. The year 2001. <laughs> Remember when Futurama said that like suicide booths started in 2008? They were pretty they were pretty ahead of their time. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's a good show. It's a good he had a lot of good stuff to say yeah. on that show. Well, my uh, my thrusters are engaged, and my boosters and my flat vents are activated. Yeah. Psionically, bionically, forget how you feel. Yeah. Especially formulated. The rest of you fornicated to me. I'm going to make a super virus. <laughs> uh, so we week, ta- we're yeah. doing Deltron 3030's self-titled hip-hop supergroup, hip Hopera. An automator. Automator. Dan the Automator's here. Kid Koala's doing some scratching. Del the Funky Homo Sapien of the of the Gorillas Band is here. The Homo what, Sapien. What did you think of it? I mean, I I've heard a few songs off of it before, right? Uh, and mo- it's weird because like I think I found out about because he was on the Good Gorillas song of Clint Eastman, mm-hmm. and then I downloaded more of. I found out his name and I looked for it on the famous a legal tool of LimeWire. Uh-huh. So I used that. And I've had a, I listened to a, some of these songs, but not all of it. And uh, it was good to me. You liked it. I did like it. Th- th- at one point, he does just get... He's a bit too intellectual, philosophical in it's, my mental... <laughs> now, listen, it does get... I was... I was... I, I, I played this track... These tracks back quite a bit over the last <laughs> week. And it gets... It becomes apparent to me several times why reddit likes this one yeah because he's just kind of saying like a lot of words yeah and most of them are like thrusters engage in my yeah. mental brain like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's exactly that uh-huh and i like, mean it is good i, I mean being... you know it's, it's a post-apocalyptic thing but it's also like uh most hip-hop it doesn't talk about brain stuff it does. Oh, that reminds me. There's uh, this whole time I was listening to this. All I could think of there was one time where it was an interview, but of like Big Boy or something from Outcast, uh-huh. and the place was like whoever was interviewing him. They're like, who would win in a battle, a rap battle? You or Andre Three Thousand? And Big Boy's like, Andre Three Thousand would win because he's an amazing rapper. And then they went to Andre Three Thousand and told him that, and he's like, of course Big Boy's gonna win because what am I gonna do in a rap battle? Say some brain shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and like this album is just entirely brain shit to me. Yeah. So that's that's my classification for that's its your genre. sort of take. Mm-hmm. It's because like the, the I you know like it's I think you would put it under under conscious hip hop, but it's yeah. it's not even really. I don't even know that it's like trying to say actual brains. I mean, there is like I do think there are interesting like themes and shit in this. The, yeah, interesting things pop up, but it's mostly just kind of insane. It's mostly just, like, naming old video game technology and being, like, ColecoVision, nuclear fission, and shit like yeah. that. The motherboard explodes when the hard drive implodes. Like, <laughs> shit like that. Where he's like, I I log on to the net with my new modem. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> this is from 2002. I hit him with a sonic blast, their third eye erode him. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, this album a lot. I do like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. We're we're be we're goofing on it, but that yeah. but it's Listen, from a good place. I never every time that like I'm I'm getting into in, into an album for this show on like episode fucking five or whatever this is, I am always like, huh. I wonder if it would be interesting if I like sent it to the artist, and I'm never gonna do that any week. No, no, because we're just we're just shit posting over it the entire time. Uh-huh. But I but now it's like okay definitely not doing it for Deltron either. It's just there's something about it that's very easy to make fun of. Yeah, but it's good. It's not. I don't want to be mean spirited because I like it. It's listen like I can I'll I'll go on Hulu and I'll I'll play an episode of season one Rich, Richard and Mortimer. I'll mm-hmm. en- I'll enjoy it, and then I'll turn it off and that'll be it. <laughs> There's just, you know, you gotta... It's a moderation thing. Yeah. Alright, so our, let's get started. There's okay. a lot of skits on this album. Which I don't think we have to spend a whole lot of time on, because... Because they're mostly, like, 30 seconds long, so it's fine. It's not, like, a fucking two-minute bit that's not funny. Yeah, it's not, like, funny, like, Eminem doing funny girl voice or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's world-building. Yeah. So the first one is State of the Nation, which is about how we live in a society and it's bad and idiocracy the movie. Hey, is this the fucking Gorillas man? I don't it sounds know, like dude. the man it sounds like the man from Gorillas who's speaking. See, my I feel like most people who would introduce Deltron thirty thirty into this podcast would be Gorillas men mm-hmm. who who listen to that. I never listened to that shit because I never really understood that like they were animated characters, but it was a real band. Mm-hmm. So I think I said this last week, but my introduction to Deltron Thirty Thirty was I liked Tony the Hawk. song on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three that Del the Funky Homo Sapien did about washing mm-hmm. your ass called um, "If You Must," mm-hmm. and then I was like, I want to get into hip hop. That's not just like you know the radio. Hits. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing here intro Damon Albarn. That's the Gorillas Man. That's the Gorillas Man, and it's just him saying we live in a society in the year thirty thirty. Yeah, but if you did, you notice that it's also the last thing you hear. I did. It's, it's like, like a, it's like history. It's like poetry. Itself. People it do be having the memory loss. They do be having the memory loss. So and the things you can do, you can't. Some can not all done. of them. Not, some can be done. Uh, the first, the, so the, the first like full track is we 30, go right 30. into Jungle Land. Yeah, <laughs> starting off big. This one's kind of long. I really like it, but it is kind of long, huh? It, it's, it goes, like, about a minute too much for me. Yeah, it's 
it's kind of a hard sell because even even later in the album, he's like in his sad madness song. He's like, mm-hmm. "You s- smart brain listeners gotta like this one because no, this is, has a really high barrier of entry." And mm-hmm. it's when you start out with a, a sort of a ten minute Star Wars scrawl about what the world is like, it's probably <laughs> gonna do that. I mean the the chorus. So <laughs> the chorus sets sets everything up perfectly. It may yo, it's three thousand thirty. I want y'all to meet Deltron Zero. An automator. Right. Automator and that's it. That's, like the, that's little, the plot. He's like R2-D2 guy, <laughs> and he used to be a mech soldier, and they live in this post-apocalyptic world where the past has been hidden, and they're trying to bring it back by hip-hop combat, and mostly through sampling, and you're bringing back the old hip-hop and making it sort of new again. It's bricolage. Mm-hmm. I do have to uh, commend Mr. Automator on his on his beats for this album. I, they're very good. He's got good beats. Kid Koala, I love his scratches that he does on his turntable also. The turntablist. Mm-hmm. Kid Koala. Very good. He, he uh, also... De- so Deltron Zero is sort of our hero, uh, mm-hmm. not no small feat, in this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> and he kind of mm-hmm. does... We talked about it a little bit earlier, but he kind of does do exactly a Rick and Morty in the second verse. Because he talks okay. about escaping prison with a portal gun. He's like... On uh-huh. the run with a handgun, blast bioforms, I am warned, and then, you know, all that. So it's kind of like exactly, that whole stanza is just kind of like what... what <laughs> Fuck a die and I hijack a mech. That's one of my favorite lines in the entire thing. <laughs> he just steals a big robot and he, uh, in the middle of his song, and he's like, this is happening now. And he controls it with his magical chance, so battle advance. So he's he's like doing a Pacific Rim, but with himself, and instead of another person's brain, he's just rapping. <laughs> he's just rapping. And then he, uh, goes, I, then he, he, he just goes to the automator's house. <laughs> he goes, he goes to his robot's house and he smokes weed. <laughs> so he's on the run from like this. There's this, there's this big evil George Orwell scary animal farm, 1984 city, and everybody else. It's hyper poverty outside of it. So mm-hmm. he now he's on the run. He's a fugitive from prison, and then he goes mm-hmm. to his friend's house and smokes weed. He, he smokes weed. Yeah, you know that's what I would do if I like busted out. And yeah. then had to escape immediately when I stole a robot. Mm-hmm. You go to Kim's um, house and light the torch. Big big doings at Kim's mm-hmm. in the year 3030. There's also sort of, it doesn't really come up, but mm-hmm. he talks a lot about espers, which is, you know, like having ESP and like mm-hmm. telepathic stuff. He says like, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, where he talks about telepathic stuff a lot, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really come up. Yeah. Like he's not, he's, he doesn't really seem to use it. Um, there's one point where he just shoots a guy and kills him during a rap battle. Yeah. But, uh, so, sh- should we move on to the, the next skit, or do you have more to... Just that I thought that the, he says he's an Esper Rhyme professor, which is very cool, and also that's a very good, um, if we did do nicknames on the show, that would probably be mine this week. But yeah, I just, I thought one. maybe rap warging would be sort of a bigger theme, but it's not. It does, it's it just Esper seems like a word that would be involved with this album. Yeah. Even if it doesn't f- factor into the, uh... To the major theme. You can it. tell it's brain music because there's so many genius Songs. annotations that are just on a noun. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have an example for us? Um, fucking, there's one that's just like a a dinosaur from Godzilla that's not Godzilla. Like, mm-hmm. while I float in Neo Tokyo with Opio, that has two annotations on it because Neo Tokyo is like from Akira. Which is mm-hmm. an anime, from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Opio is. They don't really explain Kanye West one. made Akira. He invented it. Just like how John Cena made Fist of the North Star. Yeah, exactly. Cool. 
So yeah, that's kind of thirty thirty. It's the future. It's bad. Mm-hmm. What if the future was bad by Delta what, Funky Homo Sapiens? What, what if one thousand twenty years from now, one thousand two, whatever? Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Whatever. So the next, so there's a lot of skits on this one that are like it's you. It, it it seems to go like song skit song skit, but yeah, it doesn't always. I uh, the next one is called the Fantabulous Rap Extravaganza. Yeah, and I was mad because remember I was trying to find songs from this on uh, LimeWire. And I was like, wow, I bet that's a really good rap song. <laughs> that one sounds good. That one sounds like there's a lot of rapping that happens I'm going to dow- download that one and then the Ass Man 6400 the Speaks. The Ass Man Speaks, yeah. Uh, but instead, it's just a guy saying, like, come to the rap battle. It'll be fantastical. Yeah. Imaginable. <laughs> extravagant. <laughs> lyrical. Lyrical perception. It might, like... <laughs> Yeah, but, this is, it's, hey, did you know that there's going to be a big post-apocalyptic rap, rap battle that we're going to hear later? That's kind of, it's for That's what happens. It's That's what happens. Yeah. So, uh, then the next full song is called Things You Can Do. And I like this one. This one's good. Um, as soon as it starts, it's one that I think the sample is going to be really annoying. But yeah, it doesn't. it tricks you into being annoying for the first, like, half second. But then it's fine. And then shout it out to my colony with third eye physiology. He really likes the third eye sort of uh-huh. motif, which is his, his one of his other groups is hieroglyphics and they use the third eye. But it's also <laughs> the smart, the pe- pineal, pineal gland, no pineal gland. in this one. Cal- calcify your, yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> All that shit. Um, is it in this one he just talks about like Decepticons? I'm pretty sure he does that in, like, two or three of them. Okay, because, yeah, but... yeah, like, just the Transformers franchise comes up a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, yeah, because in the second verse he says this is the Prime Optimus operative, so he's Optimus okay. Prime. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember earlier, it's a concept album, so we're telling a sort of through-line story throughout this. Mm-hmm. And this one is things you can do, but some can't be done. It's George Orwell, if you think about it. Okay. There's yep, re- 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 reflect Decepticons. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I found it. Um, robots. This one's about yeah. So there's sort of human robot hybrids with rhymes in this one, mm-hmm. and it also sort of implies that the apocalypse in this world happened around 2030. Okay, which is kind of like yeah. I mean yeah. See, I might as well. Like at yeah. this point. Not to be not to be like, hey, everybody, check out this president, but like maybe. <laughs> I mean, look, if I, I'm just saying, if I got to hijack a mech and then fly to my friend's house and then smoke a doobie, I mean that doesn't sound so bad. Weed, weed, and friendship do come up in this one too. Oh yeah. At the at the end, he he says, "Fire resistance, better hire assistance." So he's like building. He's meeting with the the downtrodden right now, and he's starting to open third eyes around the sort of around the city and around the galaxy. And the big doings in thirty thirty. So from the government's perspective, this is this is some fire resistance that's happening. So we'd better mm-hmm. hire assistance, but also Dell has gets higher assistance because he goes and he smokes weed. Okay. That's what Genius told me, and also it checks out. Okay. I like it. I like it. This is also where we start to see, I know that we sort of, you know what, this is going to probably be a theme throughout the podcast, but sort of some explicit leftist Marxist themes in this one where they sort of begin and not where they end. Mm Mm-hmm. So in terms of, you know, where it's, where, 
where not where Deltron is going to the the subaltern mm-hmm. of the world. Yes. And in order to open their third eye, in order to imbue them with ideology by opening their third eye. And we'll get to it later. Positive Contact is the next song. Positive Contact. So this is this the one that starts like... Okay. So, yeah, at the start of this one, he, he, he decides to begin this song. Transmutation, brand new statements. I'll have you gaping open. What? Get out, y'all. Now, let's see. Deltron Z, our Avenger listener. Like, <laughs> well, okay. You know, you can have, your mouth can be a gape. Okay. But as as the song starts, like, you can easily wrap this in this voice. Now, let's see. Deltron Z, our <laughs> Avenger start the adventure. Like, I hit you with nerve gas, absurd blast, crush its face crest, I'll buy you enhanced. <laughs> like, I mean, you could. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. I mean, yeah. all right, well, uh, fucking... Many MCs cruise all Earth orbit. <laughs> Let me just pull up some lyrics real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, the trick is this, you don't get caught. You pick your fancy, you pick the lock. Uh, let's steal everything. I mean, that. no, we talked about how goofy he was. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. But also, if you notice in that verse that you just, you just sort of uh, lambasted... Mm-hmm. He's no longer Deltron Zero. He's now Deltron he's, Z. He's Deltron Z, which is a much more sort of revolutionary name. It's evocative of, like, Malcolm X. So we're seeing that his influence is starting to grow among the downtrodden. I see. Quantum jump. I'm right at your doorstep. And then, he, yeah, and then he starts talking about how he fucks up a bunch of constellations because he uses stars for jet fuel and shit. And then he quantum jumps and he's right at your doorstep. Uh, so, so at one point he does say 20% matter, 30% is energy. Uh, is that was the precursor to ten percent luck, twenty percent skill? Yeah, the the other fifty percent is concentrated power of will. Power of will. <laughs> that's yeah, that's mostly it. Uh, this is the one where okay, there's the so he says Cy- cybertech dialect. You got to earn my respect. I'm like mm-hmm. Gamera to amateurs. Hit him with a cannonball. And Gamera, I I do know of the famous Godzilla. Okay, yeah, Gamera is possibly the greatest of the kaiju, according to Genius, Japan's giant movie monsters. And it just it makes sense that you would know this one because it just kind of looks like a big sky turtle with like rockets instead of back legs. I do like the picture that I'm seeing. You're looking at Gamera, <laughs> the hyper turtle. The hyper turtle flying with jet boosters, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, this is, it's like, not really overall a thing. Well, maybe. But a few lines down, you say, search the ruins with Automator. Mm-hmm. I like that he's just hanging out with his butt all There's time. a lot of just cool, f- there's an entire song dedicated to how he just likes his friend. It, every few lines, he's like, I blast through space with the illest grace and Automator's by my side. Like, yeah, <laughs> sick. It's really I was, good. I was wondering where he was. And, you know, you'd expect maybe with, like, you know, the three-act structure, the the Beowulf of it, that eventually mm-hmm. there's going to be, you know, friends, the friendship will experience strife. Like but a not clash this, between. Not this one. No, maybe, maybe in the sequel event, too. Maybe. I don't think so. But definitely not in this album. They're just friends throughout. They're just buds. And it's good to see. They're just... He's, an, he's their little robot guy who makes beats that he kills people with. <laughs> Uh, this one's good. Positive contact. This one's good. good. I can see why they put it on the Tony Hawk soundtrack, because you're, you're playing the, the Sean Palmer snowboarding demo on your PlayStation 2, and you mm-hmm. hit that big, that big Sonic Adventure 2 slope, 
and you hear and it's like, oh yeah, this is fuck yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the next one, we have another skit, I think. Yeah, kind of St. Catherine skit. Street. St. Catherine is Street. Is this kind of just, like, supposed to be a homeless guy just, like, rambling? Yeah, I think it's showing just, like, the, you know, this is, you gotta hustle to survive because it's, it's, it's bad out there. Mm-hmm. But also, words getting around about the fantabulous rap extravaganza we see. Uh-huh. I mean, this guy does say he was in Nam and in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. And also World War Two, <laughs> Three, and Four. You know, yeah. Yo, you into prosthetics? <laughs> this is not even close to the most uh, incomprehensible skit, though. Is it the one where that it is just the white rapper? Yeah, that's probably okay. my... There's one in Icelandic that's less nonsensical than that one. Okay. Can't wait uh, to get... Yeah, that one is literally in the voice that you were doing earlier. It is just a guy doing that voice. Why mnemonic for stalactites slash stalagmites. Like, yeah. cool. Because fall down. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Don't mind if I uh, devise, devise a, a virus? virus? Secretly plotting your demise. This, this song is, where, is good. This is where Del goes full and prim on this album. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to destroy all the evil computers. Who would win? My piloted mech suit. <laughs> or an orange or, blur. Or an orange blur. Uh, and listen, so yeah, they not... don't want to unify us, so fuck it. Total, Total anarchy. anarchy. Can't nobody, can't stop, nobody us. stop us. I do you like... see late in the evening. Fucked up on my computer and my mind starts roaming. He's kind of like turning into a vampire on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that this is a very... It's a very chill song, and it doesn't have to be given the content. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It's like, I want to ruin everybody's power grid and, like, overthrow the government... I want to crash every airplane in the world. Fuck it. Total anarchy. But it's a very mellow version of the Unabomber Manifesto, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like, yeah, it's like if a vampire did it. I do really like the part. So remember, in the fiction of this album, we're in the year 3030. But he still says, no Microsoft or enhanced DOS will impede. Well, it won't. Still- well, well, yeah. Oh, because it's so outdated, so it definitely won't. Listen, folks, there, by the time my Windows 10 updates, it probably will be 3030. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God. Yeah, he's gonna trash your whole computer system and revert you to papyrus. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I do like the dunanas in this song, though, because there's the one part where he goes... I don't want just a bug that can be corrected. And it's like... It's really good in the background. I like it. It's good. I also like the one part that's kind of like a sample. It's like, we will destroy the... And it's oh, just him going, Dof- Homo sapien! Dr. Eggman shows up. What? And he's like, we will destroy Deltron with my thousand robots. Yeah. <laughs> we will destroy... And then Del's just like, the Homo sapien. Yeah, it's just him saying his own name. Yeah. It's good. And this is kind of... This is, and no spoilies, I, I, I don't know if you've seen it, I don't know if our listeners have seen it, but this is, we're kind of starting to get a little sorry to bother you-ish. Have you seen that film? I have, I've, unfortunately I have not seen I want to, but I haven't seen it. You should see it, it's good. I've and heard it's good to see and think about. There's just some stuff about bodies and production that this is sort of getting at that are getting at in that movie. And also mm-hmm. in this song, Deltron does say about to do it to him. He does? 
there's um right after that my thousand robots part you can mm-hmm. hear like Dell talking on the phone to somebody and he's uh-huh. like hey I'm making some like anti-government weapons in my basement about to do it to him but don't tell him <laughs> and I just thought that was kind of funny because it's like it, the internet it's, it's like the funny internet meme of the man who's arrested yeah uh, is that it for this one? I just wanted to sort of be... So the virus is reading the Communist Manifesto to me. <laughs> okay. Because... So he's just kind of, like, distributing it to the, plan the citizens. Is, he says, and this, he's, the plan is for the proletariat to spread the fear to thunder some. So this Crush is Crush your corporations with a mild touch. This is not, you know, I'm going to devise a virus to get everybody to, to vote in the Democratic par- primary and uh, mm-hmm. vote blue no matter who. This is... This is beating back global empire. This is beating back the funny space force. Mm-hmm. And and he's providing the framework to actually challenge this alienating wage labor, which I take to mean sort of leftist ideology. And, and I, in some ways you could say that he's inviting people to upgrade their gray matter. Okay. Good segue. Thanks. Uh, because one day it may matter. Uh, this is the I, brain song. <laughs> this is the brain... I like... So... These three words are extremely good in this order. If you go, if you click on that page, upgrade okay. a Brimer College course. Yeah. Uh, the first words about it on uh, Genius say intro, robot voice. <laughs> <laughs> intro, robot voice, Delta Funky Homo Sapien, and both. I love and it. both. And it, it, they teach Java plus 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 scripting language, which is funny. Now you're a you're a you have IT history. Is that like bigger than regular Java, or is it like is the is the critique that like oh they're still using it? Well, they're kind of both because C plus plus is a programming oh, language, okay. so he's so like putting another one on it's it. It's like a George Orwell double plus good. Yeah, something kind of like that. Have you read it, 1984? Because I stopped reading it because it bored. I never read it in my life, dude. Ah, uh, good. I think it's funnier that way. I do too. <laughs> That was how I was with Catcher in the Rye for, like, ten years, and then I read it, and I was like, fuck, I actually like it. Well, I, I was like, I, well, I'm in high school, I might as well do this now, because I think that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I just took care of that real quick. Nice. And I said, wow, this is the book I like now. Nice. So this uh, is a book, of, this is a song about how the revolution needs geniuses, so you should be smart. Mm-hmm. Upgrade your great gray matter, because one day it may matter. I mean, that's, it, it just kind of repeats that throughout the song. Yeah, I mean, there's three verses where it's like, time for you to upgrade, get hit you with a Beyblade. Mm-hmm. But it's... Hey, I, d- I reduced the game when I boost my brain. <laughs> I do I do like the idea of post-apocalyptic colleges still, like, hawking shitty job placement programs. I like that yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And with advanced also, programming and quadrendering. So we, so like, I know that Reddit likes it because it's like, whoa, wow, hip hop for geniuses like me. But mm-hmm. this is also very much the logical endpoint to like the libertarian ideal, where like, I mean, the album is about like a bad government, but also bad corporations in that government, mm-hmm. and I, it's just I don't know. We got to radicalize Reddit. We, uh, it's a that's a tough task, but. Yeah, I think I think if anyone can do it, it's Deltron. It's, it's got to be Deltron. Mm. And I also like that this isn't like he 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 flirted with being Anne Prim before, but this mm. isn't like a uh, technology is bad one because like he's talking mm. about how you should upgrade your gray matter, not like you know be Bender on the funny Futurama island where he was wooden. Maybe he's a, is that the one where he was on his back like a turtle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, 
A lot of turtles. A lot of funny turtles in culture. It kind of happens around me. Yeah. Uh, Is Head it for this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the next skit I was thinking about. New Coke was... Oh, this is the white person voice you were talking about. No, no, no. Before, when I was like, it was kind of just like a weird homeless guy because he says, like, get your shopping cart and stuff and remember Mr. T. Oh, right. And he's just... It's kind of, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's just, it's it's just, just some old it, shitty guy who, like... It's, fun, it's just funny to me that even though it's a thousand years in the future, like, everyone only seems to know references that Del the Funky Homo Sapien would know. Yeah, it's like, remember WrestleMania 1 when Mr. T wrestled with Hulk Hogan? Yeah, remember that? A thousand fifty years ago? Anyway... I do, That's I it. do like that it's, it's also like it's, you know, it's disaffected old people who are like clinging to nostalgia over things that aren't even good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Mr. T and Coca-Cola. Yeah, like it's not yeah. even like, remember mm-hmm. when like people weren't like living in absolute squalor? It was like, remember fucking when Coke was good? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, next song is Mastermind. And this one is about how much Deltron loves his friend Dan. Yeah, finally. Psionically, bionically, forget how you feel. It's good. It's good. This is literally, this is, it's, so the intro is just like, Deltron is assumingly just going up to a person being like, hey, do you know who my best friend is? Do you know who's the best at music? And then he does like eight Defy the laws of nature. Electronic monolith, throw a gem up on the disc. It's good. Like Every rap a- album needs a needs a song that's just ha- here's how good my friend is. Yeah, it's nice. He's the mastermind. Who's that mastermind? It's good. It's good. I like it. Um, a lot. A lot of uh, the Deltron flow here, which I've kind of been making fun of, but it's still good to hear. Just like big words that sound good, but kind of like. It's 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 just a lot of nonsense words. Yeah, I mean it's it's me in grad school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, and I'm trying to write my dissertation chapter. I'm just hyperproduction, like, hydrodiffusion, liquids keep your distance. Yeah, that mastermind. But it's good to hear. So, and narratively, this is when Automator sort of showing up to help. To he created the thing that's making the third eye opening even more easy. He's going to stop the war of the world. Yeah, he's here on Earth, and he's going to stop the war with Deltor with Deltron, his friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the sort of Caesar Zeppeli of this album. Uh, but he, okay, that's and all that, I'll say. And I won't he, say anymore. And that he makes friends. it out, and it's fine. <laughs> oh, and that he's the fascist one. Well, <laughs> we're just goofing, friends. We're just goof. Yeah, we're just goofing. He's not. Well, I'm just, I'm just new boot goofing on this podcast. <laughs> we're just boot scoop boogieing out here. Yeah. Uh, let me just, uh, let me just, uh, let me just, uh, uh, let me just throw away my old Slap City for this week. Oh, you got, uh, you, got you got a new one? Boot, scoot, and boogie. You know that one? <laughs> I'm not familiar. Oh, uh, get just... down, turn around, go to town, a boot and scoot and boogie. You don't know that one? Oh, it's... Cadillac, Flapjack. You don't know that song? I do not know that song. I guess you didn't grow up in North Central Florida then. No, I'm from the famous city of New York. <laughs> so we don't usually play that kind of stuff there. So you didn't really hear Boot Scoot and Boogie too much. <laughs> <laughs> My the dad famous, didn't... The famous band Brooks and Dunn. 
No, my dad never sat me down and he said, this is the music of our people. And he oh, played there's... me Boot Scoot and Boogie. Ooh, there's an Alvin and the Chipmunks version of this song. I bet that that's sounds good. fucking good, dude. <laughs> it sounds real good. Uh, so <laughs> National we have a Movie skit. Review is the next skit. Uh-huh. Uh, what is this about? Is it just uh, him being more like, here's some old shit? So the way I, the way that I can, it's just like a, it's a fucking shitty future NPR guy that's like, here's a movie we're gonna watch. Uh, this is Serial. Mm-hmm. And so Bob and Doug McKenzie are from this Canadian SNL thing called called uh, Strange Brew, and it's like a funny, it's like a Beavis and Butthead, but for Canada or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a funny, like a Tommy Boy, you know. And it's, but it's, uh, it's like how the past is being misinterpreted because we're not truly honoring the past with Automator's cool samples. So mm-hmm. they're actually seeing these 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 stupid men, and they who. They're, they're being funny for a stupid Beavis and Butthead movie. But a thousand years in the future, we look back and it's like, wow, these were these were geniuses. And Brain geniuses. These were the, this was Aristotle. So it's like, damn, I guess time really does pass. Damn, we do live in a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next song is Madness. Did you know that, mm-hmm. um, so this is sort of going back in the National Movie Review, but did you know that the Three-Eyed Raven, uh, Max von Sydow, he was mm-hmm. in Strange Brew. I was researching this last night. He was I also in Rush Hour 3. Who was he in Rush Hour 3? He was the main bad guy in Rush Hour 3. He was he was Chris Ducker's stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he looks so old. I don't know if I've ever, have I ever seen Rush Hour 3? You haven't seen it. They do, a, they parasail off the Eiffel Tower. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Did you see the sort of gag reel at the end of Rush Hour 2? I do remember that because he said, damn, he's not going to be in Rush Hour yeah, 3. Yeah, I love that part. So I, did, I think Rush Hour 3 didn't exist because of that. So I never knew. Yeah, it was it was a long development cycle. And according to the last time I checked Wikipedia, which I check Wikipedia for Rush Hour and Austin Powers sequels pretty frequently, they're mm-hmm. still, Chris Tucker's still hoping that it happens. Has a has a Mr. Chan feel about that? Is, is he on the record? I I'm sure he is, but uh, I cannot recall uh, his take. Mm-hmm. But I'm you know what? I'm sure I'm sure he's on board. He seems like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to say, like from here to the rest of the album, I listened. Me and Kim the other day we went to the beach, probably for the last time this summer. Is very depressing. Mm-hmm. So I listened to this like the future dystopia mech fighting rap battle violence mm-hmm. on like a beautiful sunny beach with the waves crashing oh, okay. in so i had a big kind of like dissonance thing happening gotcha because it didn't i was like let me enjoy some tunes at the today beach. i will listen to uh, about how it's easy to see the pain and strife and end it all tonight yeah <laughs> yeah right so that didn't match up but that's okay. Now I have like weird, uh, conflicting brain. Yeah, visions. That's of your this third one. eye opening. If you think about that's, it, that's yeah. It's my third eye looking and, and converging both into one. Mm. This song's called Madness. It's called. This one's called Madness, and it's sort of the Paul Robeson of this album in many ways. Okay, because it's about in part. I mean, it's also about how like music we discover it. We don't. We don't create music. It's already there. Nature's beautiful. But it's mm-hmm. also about how it's hard to keep revolutionary spirit alive when you're on your own. 
Like, mm-hmm. collective support is needed because he can't just go out through all the galaxy all by himself, even though he has the support of his one friend, Automator. You can mm-hmm. see that he's starting to, like, get alienated and paranoid because, like, the man's trying to infiltrate his organization. He's like, I, I must check your ID because mm-hmm. you might be intelligence. Yeah. And then he talks about how music is art, if you think about it, for a while. I mean, yeah, when you consider it, it probably is. Yeah, and it's also cool because that's in line with, like, the sampling that they're doing. It's like, it's discovered, and, like, they they do, they do like, go and, like, rediscover old music and repurpose it. So kind of like uh, the famous, famous band of Rush under album 2112. Is that what they do on it? So, in Rush's 2112, a guy finds a guitar, and he's like, oh, is this music? And he plays it beautifully the first time, and he brings it back to the 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 priests of the Temple of Syrinx, okay. who rule over the planet. And he says, hey, this is music. And they say, no! <laughs> and that's pretty much 2112, and it takes about 20 minutes to get all that in there. Yeah, they say, what is that strange machine that they use as currency? Did you know, I just looked up, so Rush is a Canadian rock band. Yeah. So their famous song on Guitar Hero 2... It's YYZ. It says on Wikipedia, it says YYZ, and I don't care for that shit very much. That's the, in the Queen's pronunciation, that's how you're supposed to say it. But, you know, it's kind of like the guy the, who made GIF. Yeah, fuck so, it, like Total Anarchy, Rush. can't nobody stop us. Hey, Kim, oh. Are you closing the door because I'm too loud? You're so loud. I'm having fun talking about futuristic hip-hop. We're having an intelligent discussion on Afrofuturism. I'm gonna go. Okay, do you have anything you'd like to say on on hip-hop in the year 3030 or Rush's 2112? Um, unfortunately I have nothing to say about that, but I did just give seven little tiny carrots to our backyard because I saw a little baby rabbit out there. So I put some carrots out there. Okay. So now... This little baby won't know how to find its own food. Okay, thank you, Kim. It will support... It's going to rely on you It'll for... It'll rely on me. Okay. Wow. To support its feeding. Yeah. Praise to the creator. Good job. Relates to nature. Because you're so loud. It's okay. You can you can close it and lock me in here. Don't... Please don't spray. Don't spray me. What are you doing? <laughs> the, it stinks in here. Sorry. It's it's it all my... like futuristic hip-hop. It's my hot takes. They're sizzling the carpet. They sure are. They Our like neurons are firing an overdrive <laughs> right now. Okay, bye. Bye. I've now been locked in. Nice. Did you say something mean about me? I said I've been locked in. True. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Do we? I don't remember how we do it on Fun Point. Do we do the Patreon stuff in the middle? Oh, we should probably do that, huh? Yeah. Uh. Well, I it mean, would be good if I had the Patreon. If you open. need to vamp. Yeah, I sh- while I was doing my fun a little side bit there with Kim, I should have brought up the. Uh, That's the okay. Patreon. It just it just sort of hit me. Uh, Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. That's the one we we use and do. Yeah, right? that's and where we get our money from. Despite I don't know if you heard the news, but uh, Game of Thrones season eight got postponed for a couple more months. I hate more like post throned. Fuck. Ooh. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, okay. Um. So Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones at five dollars a month, you get a shout out an episode. Lord, and hey, of, Lord of Bones, Lord of Postponed. Nice. Thanks. You can uh, send in a message and we'll read it. Remember to take advantage of that. 
No one, no one's been done it for a while. It's really, it's it's the blank canvas that the artist has. That's the scariest thing in the world. When it's like, hey, Brooks and Eddie, it's another Saturday, and you got you have seventy five minutes of your talking that you have to come up with. Mm-hmm. So please write us some stuff, uh, and you can suggest albums for us to listen to. And hey, this week we're gonna choose our next one at the end of the episode. Mm, stay tuned. I mean, if you read the description, you know, so... But I, in, listen, in the year 2018, I don't know yet, so it's in exciting In 3030, we'll know. Uh, and at $10, you'll get all that plus special user status in our Discord. And this week's uh, special user, just because I haven't said these words in a while, is Weed Lord Vegeta. Weed Lord Vegeta, thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Introduction robot voice... And Weed Lord Vegeta are definitely my fave. <laughs> Weed my Lord Vegeta. <laughs> it's just let's mash them together. Uh-huh. All right. I like it. What song are we talking about? I mean, we're talking about the... Well, Madness. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about Madness? No, I don't really remember this one, to be honest. Re- you know what? This is actually, that's actually one of my faves. But it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a thinking man's... You know, it's a smart... But also, that's because I knew some of these songs before. So, so I you, think I, like... You you gravitated towards devising the virus. Yeah, devising the virus and memory loss and yeah. uh, positive contact and ones like those. Yeah, yeah Natch. Uh, next we have Meet Cleophis Randolph the Patriarch. And this is just the fucking Chapo white rapper uh-huh. <laughs> skit <laughs> that we were talking about. I don't know what the about. fuck this one's supposed to be. I, you know what? I don't hate listening to it. Because it's kind of like Mites crawl funny... up, tights fall down. That's my m- mnemonic for a stalactite slash stalagmite. And for the it's fragile just... horse of an agile course, this is a handful of very special chocolate chips. It's good. <laughs> my my favorite thing is how, like, uh, if you click on a song on Genius, it usually has, like, a general description right. next to it. This one has nothing. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm guessing that it, it's, like, well, Patriarch implies that it could be, like, a high-ranking, like, Hunger Games government person. Yeah, because uh, there's the rap extravaganza. Right, it could so, be, like, an a, a, a enemy combatant. Yeah, I picture this as, like, a member of, like, the royalty who enters the rap extravaganza. Right. And but this he is only also gets like, in because of his, like, right. class, not and this because is he's like, actually good. This is the state of hip-hop in this dystopia. Yeah. It's like, what's happening? I keep my dreadlocks on a napkin ring, rap and sing. I'm more into like, earth tones, birthstones, and erogenous zones. Right, he says that instead of the much cooler ways that you would usually talk about erogenous zones. Yeah. <laughs> it's goofy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, time keeps on slipping. That's the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I had to click too, on dude. it. Uh, 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 see, there's a lot of songs on this album. Yeah, I think there's the what, 21 tracks altogether. Yeah, like including the skits. Right. But this is the point where I'm like, it all starts to kind of merge together until memory loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is, uh, I don't really return to it very often. It's just, it's more, he's going around teaching other MCs, he's creating rap disciples, spreading, mm-hmm. the, spreading the good news of how you have three eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have much to say about it? Because I really don't remember it, to be Not honest. Not really. Um, okay. I like the part where he goes, Mark, your mediocre sheets and sofa. I like that part, because mm-hmm. that part's mm-hmm. fun. Um, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of forgettable, and we got a lot of songs to get through, so we can keep scooting. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is the skit with the Icelandic woman. It's called "The News," a wholly owned subsidiary of Microsoft Inc. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's about I do the like room. that he took the uh, kind like the bold take of thinking that in the future Microsoft would own everything, right? And not like Amazon or Google. 
Because that didn't exist yet. Well, this, I think, I mean, the album was written in, like, the year 2000, so I'm sure they're mm. like, hmm, computers now. There, there is, I think it's on Virus when he's like, better virus than old Y2K. Right. And I distinctly remember the New Year's Eve of 1999, I was with my friend and we went to some, like, adults party, so, and they just put, like, all the kids in a room or whatever. Sure. But we were like, it would be so sick if Y2K happened and we didn't have to go to school. <laughs> Not like all I love the computers being like nine years old. That rule. Yeah. Not like all the computers and networks and everything in the world will just explode and we'll be we will we will be attacked by a yellow blur. Mm-hmm. But maybe we won't have to go to school on Wednesday. <laughs> so I so when that happened, I was seven, maybe six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not I haven't listened mm-hmm. to this album enough. I didn't um I was a, ch- a child, I didn't really have the whole scope of the thing. Um, so I have this extru- I have this memory in my head of I thought that the year that Y2K happened w- the exact moment that Chris Jericho debuted in WWF. So when Chris Jericho broke the walls down, you thought that because was... there was the there was the, there were the vignettes about like the countdown to the millennium. Yeah, and like it counted down, me, like a New Year's thing. Mm-hmm. But this was during an episode of Raw, which is Monday nights at like eight to eleven or nine to eleven. Mm-hmm. But I was like seven, so I was like, "Oh, cool! It's the new year." Because <laughs> Chris Jericho, he was Y two J instead of Y two K. For those of you who, for whatever reason, don't watch wrestling, yeah. If, if you if you're unfamiliar with the art form known as professional wrestling, it doesn't usually take place on New Year's Eve at midnight. It doesn't. But I was seven, uh, so you know. This skit is a woman speaking Icelandic, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Me neither. So I just kind of didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, so it's about how the world's going to end, and people are scared, and mm-hmm. um, and we're, we get a little insight as to how the how the government might be taking this sort of insurgent movement that, you know, these aliens are making people really scared, so we need to be cautious towards them. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm, your government turning turning their people against the oppressed interesting mm. the, spe- the specter of <laughs> harm being used as a means of control what a delightful caprice mm. <laughs> uh the next song is called turbulence remix uh i couldn't find a regular turbulence yeah i think this was a sort of actually is there is a regular ignition right i listen i don't know dude Okay. I try not to dig d- too deep into Robert Kelly's yeah, uh, catalog. Yeah, you have good reason not to. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know if there's a regular sort of turbulence. You know mm-hmm. what? You don't need it, because I like this version. It's pretty good. He's an end of hovercraft, not no bubble bath, turbo boost. <laughs> that's what he says. I like, that's the one, when you go to the annotation, it's even like, is he just throwing in words here? <laughs> it says, is Dell just sit tossing in bubble bath for the sake of rhyming, or is he referring to rocks in the same sense as Kendrick? Uh, I think he's just kind of saying words. Well, you wouldn't want to have bubble bath in a hovercraft. I mean, John Mulaney voice, this is the height of luxury. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, this song is about coping with the necessity of death in a revolution. Because I envision turbulence and murder since it's an everyday occurrence. Because violence against the government we take as violence, but violence by the state we don't see as violence. So, mm-hmm. and we're also seeing that that uh, that sort of cynicism that was birthed in madness sort of coming to fruition where Dell is saying, fuck Earth, I want to live on Mars, so I'm away from dumb civilization. Mm-hmm. 
So he's closer to the stars. He's closer to the Which stars. Which is probably not true, but okay, Del, I'll, I'll take this ride with you. I mean, if you think about it, though. Yeah, if you think about it. Now I'm thinking about it and I, I see a side, yeah. <laughs> okay, you can right. see how it's actually way closer. I do I like... I do like... Oh, you go. Well, we both do like... One okay. of the little... Uh, the little just touches that I like here is here inequality is so bad in this world that we learn that colleges and like actual like Ivy League schools literally Mm -hmm. float above like the slums Mm -hmm. like commoners literally can't get there because they're floating above society hey do you fucking get it (laughs) It's it's a fucking metaphor if you didn't get it near the end of the song, he says aliens landed and said our planet wasn't worth invading because all the natural resources are faded so listen uh-huh. it's bad out there it's bad out there it's not great let me tell you i envision turbulence to me uh after that we have the fantabulous rap extravaganza part two right man versus machine machine versus computer computer versus woman woman versus child <laughs> it's big <laughs> Which is, it's big it's funny it's a little goof like yeah it's like a funny it's a little uh it's a little aperitif before mm-hmm. we get to the battle song the battle song, which is where he fights in a robot, I think. Yeah, he. So is, is it just me, or does or does he? This is the song where he like describes a basically like a huge boss battle. Yes. And then is this halfway through where he's just like, so I quit and went home, and then they fired me, or is that the next song? That's kind of the next one. Okay, this one is just the battle then. Yeah, this one is about he goes, he arrives on Mercury, and he he owns a guy immediately, and his squad teams up on him. <laughs> he's a nothing personal kid. Yeah, and then he, and he kills just... a guy, and there's the funny skit at the beginning, um, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's like a funny, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, where, like, he's, it's like bureaucracy, and he's like, hey, this is my best friend Automator, I love him so much, can we get in this contest for free? And they're like, no, you're gonna have to pay an entry You fee. have to fill out the forms, yeah. It's, it was worth a try, when we first arrived on Mercury. <laughs> um, and then, so, like, he's just gone through, and he was, he was ranked number 13, so now it's like Tony Hawk's Project 8, and he's gotta get up to number 1. Okay. So after he arrives on Mercury and kills a guy and his friends, he goes to Pluto and he fights the Shadow from Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And that guy's really giving him trouble, actually. Like, mm-hmm. he's he, he's a Shadow. It's, it's, it's hard to fight him. And he breaks Automator's, like, uh, ry- uh, beat equipment. But Deltron is so good at, at hip-hop rhyming that he wins acapella. He does. He squeezed out his brain... He squeezed out his brain like juice, like a python. Yeah, he's... He, yeah, that last verse sounds a lot less like, um, I, I did such a good rapping job that I won. It sounds like he's taking out a gun and just shooting him in the head and then... Kind of just like Mert, he does say lean toward his dome piece and ream the back of his neck. Right. With a cranial disruption siphon. Which you can maybe think of as a bullet. <laughs> uh, people of the court, I may be just a southern lawyer <laughs> who doesn't know about the year 3030, but it does appear that, uh... Mr. Deltron did murder a man in cold blood by shooting him in the back of the head. Uh, hyper chicken, finger licking, Deltron. <laughs> uh, and oh, yeah, this is also the part where this is this is where uh-huh. Deltron thirty thirty becomes uh, Vento Ario Golden Wind because they go to Sicilia when they go back to Earth after this after this next fight. Okay, did you I'll, I'll take that? it. I, I did. I did notice that, but I, I figured I, I didn't want to spoil. <laughs> Golden Wind for you. Yeah, and then it was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, cranial licks onto my cheek. Mm-hmm. And this is the taste of a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
That's just, that's a good. Thank you. I do. Uh, this is sort uh-huh. of like the climax of the album. Like it's the it's the big thing that we've been building for. I kind of wish the song was a little bit more of a slap, honestly. Yeah, it's just him saying like fighting words. It's kinda. it's telling rather than showing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one's called Love Story, and I guess the narrative of this is that Dell won. The intergalactic he just won 10 battle. grand in the Galactic Rhyme Federation Championship, and then he goes home and he smokes weed. Yeah, I feel like returning to Earth and smoking some herb. So that's what he does. He goes back to his house, and he he, open, he goes into virtual reality, and he has some sex. And then he stays in too long, so he misses work, so then the Rhyme Federation fires him. They fire him. <laughs> I just like this. No, it, it, I don't remember exactly how it goes. But it says, replaced by my successor because I missed my place. No one that the Rhyme Federation will miss my face. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. But now he's freelance with more risks to take. Right. Yeah. So he's kind of like, so he, he sort of, he, he, he reached the top and then now he's sort of, he, he, now he's, he's out of it. Mm-hmm. So he sort of washed up and then he sort of finds a girl with three butt cheeks but and one she eye does, and then they go He fuck. does he does hit on a girl with three discreet booty cheeks. It's just like Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights except instead of boobs it's butt cheeks. And it's kind of how he decides to end this one. Yeah, and then they just kind of go off to fuck. Yeah. So it's you see he's he's sort of he's taken his eyes off the prize here. I mean he's taken his eyes onto a three three ass cheeks prize. But mm-hmm. It's so he's no longer he's the money the ten grand that he won and the nice place that he lives in in Sicilia now he's mm-hmm. not focused on the oppressed and downtrodden anymore he's sort of losing his focus and growing greedy and that's mm. 1984 George Orwell well, maybe Big George, Brother's George, not so bad George, it's it's George Orwell to me it's George Orwell to me uh, next uh, we get to the last track on the last full track on this yes. one bold move of putting the best song last. Yeah, I'm glad you like this one, because I do too. Ba, 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 ba. Love me a horn. It's a, If there's horns in it, I'm going to like it. That's so, true. Hey, you try to get over, you're going to go under. That's what Roman Reigns should say. <laughs> Damn. Thank you. You fucking beat me to it. I knew I had to get it out quick, because I saw the path we were headed down. Uh-huh. I saw one, one, one road. It did not diverge, and that's the one we're taking. Uh-huh. I can't wait until we get to... Uh, thriller week and then i can make the same joke when it's like you're too high to get over because when roman reigns got popped for weed and he was too high to get over and then Rey mysterio would actually win all the time so because it was like a fun thing to watch it was actually too low to get under i have a summer slam it's fucking suck dude i canceled my (laughs) subscription uh you're trying to get over you're gonna go under literally literally it's 30 30 he does kind of rap about oakland for a while he does just talk about oakland a lot in this one he kind of puts the the plot of the album to the side and just talks about Oakland for a Which little bit. Which is, again, bit. kind of... I Maybe they just... It was supposed to end with Love Story, and it's, like, kind of a somber note. And uh-huh. then he wrote this really good song called Memory Loss, and Kid Koala was like, wuka, wuka, Hey, check out this cool beat that I just scratched up. And you then gotta put that put one on the... Rick a Rick a record. <laughs> That's what he said. That is what Kid Koala said. Mm-hmm. Um... And this is kind of like, he's talking like, wow, crack is bad. Yeah. And the government's bad. You can sort of take it in in sort of two ways, if you think about it. Okay. I I like to take it in the sort of the George Orwell, Big Brothers, my big buddy Mm -hmm. uh, framework. Because, like, he got successful. We saw it. He fucked a three-buck-cheeked lady. 
Mm-hmm. But then we learn that industry's rising while energy is declining still. And I do like that mm-hmm. part where he goes, industry's rising while energy is declining. I like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, he sort of has this new sort of fuck you, I got mine attitude. If you, you know, started, starts to come through in some of those verses. Because he's mm-hmm. like, uh, let me try to find it. It starts talking about like the IRS. And he's like, the IRS repossess oh, most of yeah, your cream. Don't yeah. think I'm living that dream when the IRS repossess most of your cream. And it's mm-hmm. like, but Dell, you're doing so much better than everybody else who's living in abject poverty. And you're in this nice VR f- fuck mansion. Space house with three booty cheeks. And it's, and he's, he's, yes, he's being taxed, but he's fucking a woman with three asses. So to so, me, hey, he's doing pretty good for himself. It's just like the ending of George Orwell's 1984. Yeah, which I've read. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the part where the the pig... It uh, fucks the, the pig three ass horse. The pigs are playing cards. Yeah, the the dogs are smoking the cigars and playing poker. Mm-hmm. And then Norman Rockwell is there, and he paints it. And, and America says, "This is good to me." Yeah, and he says, "This is American Gothic." <laughs> uh, this song is really good. Yeah, like this is def- this would definitely be like a slap city contender. Yeah. This is also, so if you go on to, like, the main, this is something that I never, I like, as you could tell from my expert uh, master's degree analysis of this album, um, I I like the sort of, the sort of somber s- s- ending of the story, and it's like, it's sort of, like, you could make several interpretations. But it says, in the sort of main synopsis of it on Genius, it says... He embarks on a trip to Earth. However, upon departure, he is intercepted by his rivals and his memory is erased right back to square one. And they say when his memory is erased, they link to memory loss, which that's not really what the song is about. Mm. I don't really oh, get so- the, that vibe from it. It's, it's it, People have a memory loss. It's not my memory was erased. Yeah, it's not like, ah, oh, where am I? You try to get over, you're going to go under. Yeah. And then well, right underneath genius. it, it does say that the group have stated that George Orwell's 1984 was a significant inspiration for the album. Okay, great. So, good. So, confirmed. Uh, uh, then after that, we have the, the Ass Man 640 Speaks. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's the same track as the <laughs> It's the father the of, the, of the woman that Dell is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, the same stuff that's said in, like, the opening skit. Yeah, we came back. We were always coming back. Which, so it's like know, a like a cycle kind of thing, and it's again we were you know we oppression is right around the corner once more. Maybe this maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe we need a permanent revolution. You could say that. It's my re- maybe, it's my Leon Trotsky impression. Maybe he sounds just like him, dude. Yeah. Maybe we should upgrade our brain matter, and then we'll be geniuses, and we can do something about the the government. I agree. But I like that it's he's it's a little bit like it's it's scratched and turntabled a little bit, so it's still kind of like yeah, but. Deltron and his crew hurt you, though, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. 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 And that's how the album ends. That's the album. That's it. It's good. I, I don't... I it I like it. It's just easy to make fun of because he sounds goofy sometimes. It is. I was, that was part of my... In wanting to pick it, I was like, I do like it, and I think Eddie will like it, but also it's sort of one that you could poke fun at and sort of do some yeah. riffs. So I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad we... I hope I wasn't too mean about it no and again i i i am excited for the trajectory of this podcast because i'm a i'm eventually going to to name you a liar if you like the things that i assign you 
Okay. <laughs> Sir, I named you a liar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what's next? Slap City? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm going first this time, I think. Yeah, I think so. So I was... So I, I looked it up, and the, the funky Homo sapien is from the, the city of Oakland. Okay. So I was going to go geographical, but I, just, I realized I don't know... Geographical, lyrical. Yeah, I don't know many uh, rappers from there. I, I don't know the hyphy movement. Did You didn't so, pick the childish Gambino song about Oakland. I did not. I Instead, I picked uh, a rapper whose beats are kind of similar to the one in this album. Okay. And he is, of course, the metal-faced terrorist, Victor Vaughn, MF Doom. Victor- ah, that's the one I've heard of. Yeah, so I this week I picked Rhymes Like Dimes. Hey, yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right ear drum close range. The game is not only dangerous, but it's most strange. I sell rhymes like dimes. The one who mostly keep cash, but brag about the broken time. Joker rhymes like the issue just having to see me trick. Classical slapstick, rappers need chapstick. A lot of them sound like they're in a talent show, so I give them something to remember like the Alamo. Tally ho, a hot joker like Space Game. Came back from five is- years lane. Okay. I'm very, like, yo. Yes, MF Doom is one of my favorite rappers. Like, there's no way to beat... Oh, Mad Villainy is one of the greatest albums of all time. I'm extremely that person, because it's good. Uh-huh. But I'm not smart enough to talk about any of his shit on the show. So I wanted to get okay. some MF Doom representation. And he's going on Slap City. Alright, I love yeah. it. What do you got? So I was thinking um, that we've, you know, we've covered we've co- covered a couple of genres, but there's there's one contingent that we've really underrepresented, and to me, that's gamers. Okay, so so the gamers rise up moment is finally happening. So there's no, so I'm I'm sticking. I I wanted to sort of expand the sort of Dell canon, so I wanted to dive into a Dell the Funky Homo Sapien track. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is from his album, Both Sides of the Brain. It's the same album that has the funny Washing Your Ass song. This is just sort of a song where he and his friend just sort of rap about the state of the video game industry in the late 90s and name some of their favorite video game characters. Okay, what's it called? It's called Protoculture. If you don't know the culture, here's the whole structure. And then they just start. I do know it. And isn't he like, Crash Bandicoot is really cool. I play all games after school. Like, they start, they're like, oh, I wish I could go to E3 so I can play X Men versus Street Fighter. Yeah, okay, I do know. Yeah, the whole verse where he's like, I remember Ninja Gaiden, finished it finally. Yeah, okay, this song is good. And I just, I really like, like, musically, I don't think it's really that interesting or anything. I just think it's a really charming look at, like, that generation of video game consoles. And they're like, yeah. oh, I love playing Grand Theft Auto 3 with my boys. Nothing like Gran Turismo on PlayStation 1. It, yeah, okay. It's nice. I'm very excited to listen to this again. My joint was playing uh, Leonardo whooping on Splinter. It's so good. Yeah. Like okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember that line. Okay. okay. Good. It's like it's Kenny Omega's theme music. 
It is. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into questions. Yeah. If you want to send us uh, anything, send us an ask at our Tumblr or Gmail, which are both uh, FunPointCast. Yeah. So, the first one this week comes in from Tumblr user Creepy Shower Kid, who asked, <laughs> What's a novelty slash parody song that you unironically like as an actual song? Ooh. I mean, the big one is Weird Al. Is there, are there any particulars? I mean, I, I, I haven't delved as deep into his, uh, into his archives as I'm sure you have, but I, White Nerdy is pretty good. White Nerdy is, I was, listen, It's so, pretty clever. I've sort of talked about the kind of person I was in middle school, and one of the persons yeah. that I was was, hey, I bet people will think I'm really cool at the lunch cafeteria if I can prove that I can do the fast part of White and Nerdy from memory he's like i edit wikipedia yeah like that part uh-huh. i can recite it right now and have you r-o-t-f-l-o-l i got a business yeah. doing websites when my friends need some code who do they call i do html for them all for even them made a home page for my dog for Yo, my dog got myself yep. a fanny pack etc <laughs> okay I, I believe it you get it <laughs> yeah um i got it yeah what nerdy is good i'm a big in terms of i actually really like all of weird al's pokas all of, like the the poka now that's what i call music mashups <laughs> they're good i like it cuz you can like he has he releases an album every like 5 years or so at least so you can go back and be mm-hmm. like uh this is the music of the time yeah, i don't have the time to go into spotify and type in 2001 radio hits so i'm just going to sort yeah. of go back to like fucking poodle hat or whatever yeah just take a look there. I'm also a really big fan of this. Like, in terms of Weird Al songs that I actually listen to, because I think they're fun to listen to musically, I really mm-hmm. like Virus Alert off of the White and, Al- White and Nerdy album. Okay, I haven't listened to the album. I only know the hits. Right. But so. it's, uh, it's, it's a song about a dangerous computer virus, but it's, like, really fun musically, and I like it. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from friend of the show, Posto, who asked, What's the worst album art you can think of? <laughs> For me, it's not really artistically terrible, but the cover of Sticky Fingers is a tight zoom on a dude in jeans crotch with an evident dick shadow and a real zipper. I have one. I... Do you want want me to go first? Yeah, go first. So, I don't know... There's a ska band. Okay, so you're not going to talk about No Love Deep Web? No. Okay, great. Don't Google that. There's a ska band called Mustard Plug. I've heard of them. They have an album titled Big Daddy Multitude. <laughs> and do you, don't look it up. Please don't look it up. Don't look it up yet. Don't look, I wouldn't need to. Do you know the, the terrible vine of the baby that's covered the in peanut butter peanut baby butter? goes, ah, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. that one. So that, so let me, before you look this one up, because okay. I know you're going to do it. It's a man's face in anguish, I think. And he seems to be entirely covered in mustard and he's screaming. Well, they're mustard plug. So if you want to look up Big Daddy Multitude now, okay, just take a gander at that oh, one. Oh, I don't I, like that one. It's fucking terrible, dude. Dude, I don't like Ska anymore. Is this what this is? It's is bad. This what Ska is? It's the worst album art I've ever seen. It's better than the fucking Death Grips dick or whatever. Yeah. Wait, now. Yeah. Why did a link to Big Daddy come up in these results? They have a mustard plug on oh. the Big Daddy soundtrack? Uh, well, I Big Daddy it. Multitude. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna look into that Other later. than that, I don't know. I mean, I you, actually... You know what album cover is really sick, though, is uh, Avenged Sevenfolds. I think it's called City of Evil. Let me look that up. Is it just like a skeleton? Yeah, it's like the most metal shit you've ever seen. Oh, that's pretty good. It looks like a fucking <laughs> share zone good. post. 
It doesn't look like the chairs. <laughs> okay, I'm, that's a good one. I think I've talked about this before, but I I'm not a fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers Mother's Milk album cover. Okay, let me go incognito. Before yeah, it's I... kind of a horny one. Let me get my clicking in. Listen, if there's any of our listeners who enjoy being <gasps> being made into a tiny person and sort of carried or have doing things by a giant woman, that's fine. Yeah, it's kind of a Mount Lady vibe of this. Yeah, and she's and new, kinda... and they're all very small, and her nipples out, and I just. I mostly didn't like it because I was, like, 13, and I was like, I'm going to put Red Hot Chili Pepper songs on my shuffle. And, well, not the shuffle, one of the ones with the picture on it. And I Mm. hated to have this one on it because it was embarrassing because I didn't want people to think that I was being horny on my iPod. Mm. Or sinful on my iPod, honestly. Yeah, of course. Uh, Next ask comes in from a friend of the show, Cosmimer, who asks, Hell yeah, this album was some good cyberpunk anime shit. True. What are some animes you like that aren't JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, My Hero Academia? Well, or cyberpunk things you like? Take it away. <laughs> yeah, I don't re- I don't really know that many cyberpunk things. And, like, the only anime I've been watching are, like, sports anime recently. Yeah. Like, obviously there's, like, Cowboy Bebop, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everyone knows Cowboy Bebop. Um, uh, do you have any... I've been, I, fi- I finished watching Haikyuu today. Is that the basketball or at least, one? That's the volleyball one. Volleyball one. And it was good to me. And I and I was very happy to find out there's, like, hey, here's, like, 300 pages of chapters of the manga that haven't <laughs> been made nice. into anime yet. So I do have that going for me. I don't know. I'm not well-versed in the, the cyberpunk genre. Nor am I. Did yeah, you watch My Hero today? I did not because I saw it was, like, here's a special episode for the movie. Yeah. And I was, like, I don't care for that at yeah, all. Yeah, there sort of so. wasn't. It was nice to see All Might all nice and strong, but... Yeah, it was kind mm-hmm. of a big movie one. Mm-hmm. I am going to go see it in theaters, though. I am going to go see that. Okay. Movie. Even though it's I'm only fu- like... Oh, shit. Hey, what if... Accident- what if the main character... No, I here? just accidentally closed the, the... Keep talking. I closed the Gmail. <laughs> I need to get back oh, in Oh, okay. There. That's fine. I'll just talk about Aoyama for a second, I guess. So Yuga Aoyama is the main character in Class 1A. He's seatmate number one. And you would think at first that he's, like, going to be a villain because he's kind of like an Aaron. All right, I'm, I'm back, but you can keep going. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Uh, beautiful purple eyes. And he cannot start, stop twinkling. He cannot, yeah. Uh, so here, hey, we're going to pick a, a, pa- a Patreon thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And I am very excited to announce uh, this week... I do. Sense. So there was. Uh-huh. Um, I asked if you had one picked out earlier, and you made a noise that I never heard you say before. It I was, don't. I'll have to. I'll have to listen back and hear exactly the noise. Yeah, it was. Uh, so it was close to like our ironic one when it's like, "Hey, Eddie, Game of Thrones next week," and then you're like, Ugh! "But it was like a genuine one." It was a genuine one. So the way we do this is when um, it's sent in in the order they're sent in. Every album gets a number. Like, in the order, but that doesn't mean it's going to be picked, and right. then we randomly generate the number, and that's the number we pick. Uh-huh. And this week's number was sent in by Anna XB. Okay. And it says here, allow me to read this message. Okay. I'd like to request three cheers for Sweet Revenge, the My Chemical Romance album. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> that's I remember a really Eddie- good one. I remember hearing Eddie talking about possibly doing one of their albums, but not being certain about using a spot on it too early, I decided to just go ahead. Take initiative! 
Okay, so this is the one with I'm not okay. I promise on it. It, it is the one with I'm not okay. Uh, so the message continues. So because it's 2018, it's cool to talk about your emo phase now. I'm openly sharing that this remains one of my favorite albums of all time. For all the problems surrounding, for all the problems with the culture surrounding this kind of music, I have oh, I always thought this exemplified the best stuff about it. It's melodramatic and theatrical, and there's a goth cowboy song. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're so you, you've never so you're you, you only know the hits on you this kind song. of had a My Chemical Romance phase. I did. I liked it a lot. That's you know, listen. We're a we're a liking what you like posy podcast over here. I did not have a My Chemical Romance phase. Did you have a um, Fallout Boy phase? I didn't because I was just a piece of shit in middle school. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just kind of didn't like anything, huh? I was just like everybody was like, "Hey, did y'all hear about a panics at the disco?" And I was like. Y'all hear about one, the album by the Beatles, where all their number one hits are on it? Because that's the only CD in my car until I go to college. (laughs) Alright, so you're going to get the full... It's a fucking good album, dude. How does does Helena go? Ooh, is that... What's the worst that I could take? Oh, okay. Yeah. So long and good night. Yeah, okay. So this is like... There's a lot. I'm familiar. They with, fucking like, start the album with that one, don't they? They do. It's a yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm coming into this largely unfamiliar. There's just like uh-huh. most of the stuff from this era in this sort of genre I picked up from Osmosis when I was like, ah, I'll make fun of my friends by knowing the song. Mm-hmm. But uh, my the only My Chemical Romance song that I ever actually listened to is Dead Exclamation Point because it was on Guitar Hero Two and I liked it a lot. This is good. It is good. I'm looking the, forward the cool to this. Thing, the cool thing about uh, My Chemical Romance is, like, they, they're kind of, like, for the most part, they get more theatrical with, like, the Black Parade album. Yeah. But they're kind of, like, a pop-punky, like, kind of dark, darker kind of vibe. But every once in a while, they're like, y'all heard of Queen? <laughs> and just fucking, like, bust out a sick Brian May guitar solo. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this rules. All right, so we're moving from, from albums for your brain to, like, albums for your heart. For your heart. Yeah. And and like wearing black. Yeah. And and like slamming your locker closed. Yeah. So we'll take on that one next week. Uh I hope you like it's not even my pick and I'm like please like this. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's that's this episode. Thank you Deltron. Thank you Deltron. Did you know that Gerard Way rejected the term emo and said the genre was fucking garbage? Okay, so I have it. We'll get into that. Like, emo is a separate thing. Yeah. Like, I'm very, like, um, actually, American football, or yeah, whatever I, they're yeah, called, the is emo. Yeah, the world is a beautiful place. It's real emo. Do you all listen to dads? <laughs> yeah. So, I be, yeah, I be, we'll get when into you talk that about genres, thing. I turn into Matt GameCube about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're not, it's not like your Pokemon opinions where there should only be like four types there should be like there many be genres like 900 genres 900 genres and everything falls into its own discrete okay yeah. we'll get into that next week uh hey uh give me some reggae hey uh semper funny semper funny thank you thank you bye bye <laughs>